The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the persons appearing on the program and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the Carolinas GCSA or the show sponsors. You are listening to Pullin' Weeds, the official podcast of the Carolinas Golf Course Superintendents Association, brought to you by Simplot, a forward-thinking company committed to bringing next-level innovation and solutions to turf managers from coast to coast. Here are your hosts, Alan Knight and Tim Krieger. Welcome to the Pullin' Weeds, everyone. September 1st edition, fall is in the air somewhere. It's probably still hot here. <laughs> Who knows? Is it hot down in Columbia, Al? Very. Yeah. Very hot. It's ridiculous hot. I hope it's not. We're recording this sometime in August, but um, yeah, I'm tired of the hot. I am too. I'm ready for fleeces. You ready for conference and show? Jeans. Fleece? Yeah. Pullovers? Yes. You don't wear fleece pants? I do in the woods sometimes when it's super cold. I guess so. Yeah. Oh, They're oh, fleece lined pants. Gotcha. I like to see you in full fleece. Full fleece. Like what vel- is this? Velvet? <laughs> <laughs> like velour. But anywho. You think that, that sheen off of that would affect the wildlife? <laughs> Not if it's camo. I mean Oh, that's hilarious. All right, so anyways, we are um heading into the fall, so don't forget about the fall meetings coming up. You'll be able to sign up for it here and if it's not already open here within the next week, we'll be going back over to uh Blowing Rock, first time we've been over there since Mr. Costner has taken over nice. from uh, our second guest ever, I believe, on the P-Dub, Mr. Ben Barnes. Yeah, yeah. Hard to believe. it's So he's, Josh has been there almost four years now. It's funny, I used that bag recently to travel with. Yeah. Might be some of the nicest swag ever. I could go on and on about Josh and his swag set up for the P-Dub. I miss him. I, I Bring him back some memories, just some quotes. He's a good guy for one-liners. So I will tell you, I stumbled upon something last night. Okay. I rarely watch television, and I think it was Channel 9, and it had something about mysteries of the abandoned or something. Okay. So anyways, I've catched like the last minute of it, and it goes to commercial for the CW. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I finally realized where I kept coming up with the PW years ago, <laughs> and it was from that television channel, the CW. So you don't watch much TV, I know that, but no. when you do, you watch the CW? No, like I said, I just stumbled upon it. I think it was eight or nine. I just looked at the title of it. Man. No, not much TV. Anywho. Yes, so we're back in Pine Needles because you didn't want to talk to David Frichty when you were here. That's correct, because I didn't want to bother him. He's a busy man. Oh, you didn't want to bother him. During the women's So, in other words, we're each going to make a respectively six- and nine-hour commute (laughs) to come over here for an hour. Pretty much. To ride home without golf clubs. I have my clubs, and I even told my wife, I said, I'm going to be in Pine pine Needles or Mid Pine. Maybe I need to play somewhere. Who do I know real good in this town? Just go play the cradle. I thought about that. Then how far is Dormy? Didn't we play the cradle? Oh, yeah. 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 With John and them. Did we do. When we recorded with him. I love that. That's a fun little spot. No more plugs for anything but Pine Needles. Soon, over at Southern Pines, they will be introducing a yet unnamed 25,000 square foot putting complex. Built on the top of a, quote, brickyard, a.k.a. three-story building with a basement that is no longer there, that is now their undulated putting surface called the yet-to-be-determined. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing what they come up with. Sounds like they're doing a social media contest for it. What if they called it knighthood? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm thinking the Traverse. Do you know the Traverse? That's in Traverse City. No, 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 no. Oh, sorry. Uh, I believe that's what the Santee, uh, Lake Marion, has built a huge... There's the traverse. Yes. 
And we've got, what's the one over here? The Himalayas? The Himalayas at Pinehurst Resort. So they're getting trendy, you know? Oh, yeah. you got to come up with a good name, catchy name, too. Yeah, yeah. So. Trendy. That's what's up in golf. <laughs> I like how these trends take like 10 years to develop. There's like four of them out here. And St. Andrews did theirs in 1887, <laughs> I think, the original one. <laughs> Finally catching on here. Yeah, right. where the dogs can walk out there on Sunday afternoon. and Right. Yeah, I remember doing that putting course, and there were – I looked at Doug, and I was like, dang, man, until today I really thought you were an old man, Doug. And we looked around at all the There's other people old, who were putting with us. and Yeah, we're young. Man, we were half the median age on that yeah. putting green yeah. on a Sunday afternoon. All right, well, let's get to David Frickie. They didn't come here for us. So, nope. um, host of more U.S. Opens or USGA events than anybody so far, I guess. Anybody we've talked to. Because he's got the four women's open and then at least the one senior women's. Yep. And there's probably something else. I'm sure they posted amateur. Something. Yeah. Something. Yeah. All right. Well, USGA, get your home here so it can all make up for it and it makes sense then, will you? A couple more years. There you go. Here you go. David Frickty from Mid Pines. Pine Fruit. Needles and Fruist. Not David Fruity. Fricty. <laughs> I know. Not Fruche either. The Southern Pines. Southern Pines. Mid-Pines and Pine Needles. Three golf courses. All mini verde. Look, they could play one LIV event in one day. They got 54 holes. Man. Finally cut you. it, didn't we? We did. Let's move on. This portion of the Pullin' Weeds podcast is brought to you by Simplot Turf and Horticulture's industry-leading performance pack lineup of innovative products. Performance Pack delivers next-level dependability for your greens fertility programs. Coupled with our fertility management calculator, the Simplot Turf and Horticulture sales reps are able to work with you to design and formulate a winning game plan specifically for your property and objectives. Simplot, bringing Earth's resources to life. Well, everybody, we're here on uh, Tim's Makeup Week for not coming to the Women's U.S. Open this year. Um, and we're here with none other than David Frickty. David, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Did I say it right? Yes, you did. Okay. So can you and I have a joint laugh for every board member that we served with together for four years, I believe, that That's screwed correct. it up publicly? <laughs> not too bad. Even <laughs> after being reprimanded? Can we hear what you have been called? <laughs> Why well, I've been called by the name, but last oh, name, right. mistaken. Uh, fruity, fruity, um, fruit. Yeah, fruit. fruit. I've never seen fruit. That. that's good. My, my favorite one is uh, fruitelli. Fruitelli. Yeah, I like I like fruitelli. I thought about changing it. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you, you have a little mob guy look going. Here. You can pull that off. Oh yeah, movie. yeah. That's hilarious. I was at a golf tournament and uh, when I was in high school and. The, I announced my name, David Fruchetti. <laughs> they called me Fruchetti for a while. <laughs> well, let's go there. How long have you been playing golf? Since I was nine years old. And where'd you grow up? I grew up in Decatur, Indiana. Really? Started playing, yep. Started playing golf with my grandpa. Uh-huh. And uh, that was pretty great. He, uh, he, uh, we played in the after, you know, he was retired and played with him in his, uh, Geritol League. And, uh, it was, it was a lot of fun. So, um, how many years till you started beating them? Uh, it, was, it was a while. Um, probably 12 or 13, I started beating them. And then uh, he, he was getting shorter and shorter. <laughs> He's, I think he had about 12 woods in his 
bag at the end of the time he uh end up and he had like a 17 wood and stuff like that but uh it was pretty funny he was he was pretty deadly around the greens and i, I couldn't get it up and down save my life now what <laughs> course would that have been right there at decatur indiana a decatur golf course it was just a little nine hole golf course that's where i grew up on that's so awesome start working on that right okay. after high school really so yeah so that's when you started working at, on a golf course too same place same place yeah you know terry laurent um yes he, brian's dad brian's dad he's uh he was he worked there too really yeah it's pretty funny and then the story did you work was, with him i did not work with uh terry no uh-uh. he was just before me um they had new owners took over after he uh he left uh before him was luke majorky he owned the golf course and this nine hole golf course him and and nancy majorky ran the whole thing and then um they decided to sell out and they sold the place and moved to florida um pga national they head down there and uh, luke started working uh, just part-time on pga national he um he just mowed uh they were putting it together then growing it in and uh he was on a fairway mower just happy as can be and then he uh he ended up running the place for several several That's years awesome. <laughs> and he was out there he was there for the pga national what a story so yeah for this little a little club. golf course there's got yeah. three three superintendents out of it it's pretty pretty amazing so what did you do there would you go to school up in that with purdue or something yeah i was uh it was after high school i went to purdue uh it's called ooey pooey purdue indiana combined there at uh, in fort wayne so i uh was looking for a business degree i thought i wanted to be in golf thought about teaching or stuff like that but then i started working on a golf course outside and enjoyed that and i stayed at IUPU for a couple of years, uh, got my basics down, and then moved to Purdue University and graduated there. With a turf degree? With a turf degree, yes. Nice. So yeah. where did you go to work right after Purdue then? You didn't go back home. No, uh-uh. No, no. Went to uh, went to Memphis, Tennessee. Just uh, felt, Follow know, a job? Follow the job, yeah. Well, I didn't want to stay in Indiana. I thought I kind of want to go south and want to stay east of the Mississippi. So I stayed just east of the Mississippi in Georgia, uh, Germantown, uh, Tennessee, which is just outside Memphis. Yeah. I worked at Farmington Country Club and changed hands at Germantown Country Club, but uh, now it's no longer there. It's probably a uh, food line or something like that. <laughs> but apartments, anyway, apartments, and um, but uh, no. Um, Right after, right after college, uh, Dr. Daniel got up with uh, Larry Shore, who was the superintendent there. Now he's uh, he's uh, retired since then. But, uh, yeah, I kind of want to go south because it's funny because um, at the time, everybody in the south was going from Bermuda to Bent. Yep. So uh, that was uh, Larry's first year in Bent grass, and uh, I, uh, I helped him. That's what him. you knew, huh? I, well, I didn't know hardly anything, but found out pretty quickly what i didn't know and what i need to know <laughs> so i worked there for about a couple of years and then uh was looking for a super tense position and but uh and, but at the same time the honors course opened up and uh i'll start i worked for david for two years david stone at the yeah. honors course for two years and that was that was great that was a, a good move by me and then uh and then that happened uh they were looking for a super tent here and um david got a call from uh headhunter and suggest i go take a look at it and uh that's how long you been here now then so i've been here since 1990 
so wow. 32 years so it's been wow. been a great ride so still now when you got hired were you over both golf courses or just no, superintendent just, at one just over here at pine needles okay and um we uh, purchased this place pine needles purchased this place with three other investors in 94 okay and i came over and did both golf courses for 90 since 94 and then uh, took over um, southern pines golf course in uh, july 2020 so so now you've got three golf courses three golf courses how yeah. many rooms that's a good question. Not not your Ballywick. You no, don't care. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> That's a different department. <laughs> I don't I don't get into politics around here too often, or uh, just need to know what I need to know and go from there. So, but right. we got uh, I would say there's 70 rooms at Pine Needles, and then um, a little over 100 here at Mid Pines. And that's including the cabins and everything. That's correct. And for everybody who's out there listening and wondering what we're talking about, we are here in Pinehurst, North Carolina. Some would argue the home of golf in the U.S. Maybe <laughs> hard to say. Um, how many mechanics did you say you had for these facilities? One. Well, uh, right now, Dwayne McKinnon is over all three golf courses, wow. and then I do have three mechanics at each one. At each one. So you don't have to have one guy riding back and forth. No. And then saying you're the only one then who has to ride between properties. I'm assuming. Pretty much, and, and Dwayne does too. He kind of checks on everybody and then keeps keep parts ordered and stuff like that. So, yeah, he took over from uh, Raymond Smith, who's uh, who was in a terrible auto accident right yeah. before the open. So, um, which one do you like better, Mid Pines or Pine Needles? Uh, as a golfer, as a golfer, I like Mid Pines. Okay. Um, just the fact that it's uh, it's a pretty unique golf course. Uh, it's um, there's not too many houses around it. Um, it's kind of back and forth. Uh, it's pretty. What's what's amazing? These are still original greens for the most part. And there's two wow. two greens we changed, but the rest of them are all original from uh, when it went from sand to Bermuda grass. Um, they didn't do you know once we went to Bermuda grass, uh, they haven't changed. Uh, matter of fact, they still have the uh, the subgrade underneath it, which is a muck soil. Wow. So back in the 20s and 30s, you know, they tried to hold as much moisture as they can, so they went to the bottom of the property and got some muck soil, which is, uh, when I tested it out, when I first tested it out, it was like 0.1 inch per hour. So we were trying to grow bent grass on top of that. Man. <laughs> so needless to say, we have about six or seven inches of nice top dressing sand on top of that, and they turn out perfect for Bermuda grass. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I didn't know that. Now, who's the original designer? Donald Ross, all, th- all, three, all, golf- three. all three golf courses. I don't know if anybody has that. I knew so. he was here. I didn't realize he was the other two. I knew he was a Mid-Pines er, yeah. designer. Yeah, Mid-Pines, Pine Needles. And uh, Southern Pines was the first, 1906. And then uh, Mid-Pines here in 21. And then uh, 27 in Pine Needles. Wow. He made some money in this it. town, didn't he? Yeah, he that old. <laughs> He's got a, quite a few golf courses here yeah. locally. Well, so he did these then when he would have been the golf professional at Pinehurst Resort. Is that correct? Yeah, I, I think he was uh, – There's no, there were, I don't think there were much plans for any, uh, any of the three. I haven't seen any plans. I think it was just him coming in and telling the, his, his foreman, which is the Maples probably, to what, what he was done. So it's pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Pretty that is. It's almost like a visual routing of the yeah. place versus a yeah. following drawings. Yeah. So Pine Needles is pretty much, you know, we did that a few times, but Mid Pines is pretty much original. Um, and uh, Kyle France came in in 2013 and 
enhanced the, the bunkers and stuff like that and brought back some sandscapes and stuff like that. So which one's hosted the Women's Open or both? The only one, uh, Pine Needles has hosted four, four opens, yes. But I want to get to everything. Between those three properties, you have to host so much stuff. Between CGA, who's in your parking lot, their office is in your parking lot. <laughs> they expect first-rate refusal on every yeah. Monday. CGA is the Carolina's Golf Association. It covers both states here. But other outings, corporate events, I would assume you're busy, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's nonstop. We have something going on about every week. Uh, almost every day we got some one of the one of the golf courses either have a outing or a yeah. tournament or something like that especially in the summertime when we have a lot of uh junior tournaments and stuff like that we're pretty busy yeah and uh and then seem like in late september and october and then we have a, a lot of functions too businesses come in and, and take over the place so you got the usga good. coming to town they haven't broke ground yet have they or have they yeah i believe they have broken okay. ground so i don't know i didn't come in that way i, I don't know I can't so yeah we're, we're home of the usga and then we've been the we're, we're the home of the cga since yeah. it's right across the street from pine needles now does jack nance bother you or is he nah he's wrong? pretty good he's yeah. pretty good but okay. they, they do run a lot of tournaments through the two places and then southern pines have a couple of new ones too so dude you can't beat the commute no, God, <laughs> it's right there in the backyard. Like, I remember right. that. Like you had to set up a golf tournament. Mm-hmm. Be like, all right, the hardest part would be, can we get the carts over here to back it right up and take the tents over? <laughs> yeah. You know, instead of having to drive them a like trailer. Yeah. yeah, that'd be yeah. Slow. so. Yeah, I was here during the Women's Open this year. Let's, if we can, talk about that experience a little bit and how it was for you and your team and having the women in turf in here. Yeah, the the women turf was uh, was phenomenal. Um, they uh, they really helped out. Uh, as you know, it's just tough to get help, um, especially the last couple, sure. last 16, 18, 20 months here, ever since COVID. You know, it's been, it's been feast or famine. But uh, now we were, uh, we were so shorthanded. And uh, I got a call from Kimberly Guard uh, in November. Said, uh, Do you want some help? <laughs> I said, uh, and I went to my owner, Kelly Miller, and I said, You know, we don't, I don't think we're going to get enough people to help with this tournament. So, I, you know, it'd be great to get uh, – because everybody in the area was in the same boat, you know, hurt for help. So I said, this, I think it would be a good idea to bring these ladies on board and help us. And uh, he agreed with it, and uh, and that's uh, that's the history of that. But then uh, it was a pleasant surprise. Um, Cameron Guard and a few others on the board there helped us uh, – set things up find out what the ladies like to do and what they can do and then uh, they send me the list of what they want to do and i try to fill it out best i could what the what they want want to do and uh so we had them do you know they were mowing greens walk mowing greens oh, yeah. which they did a great job our guys i know once we uh, we had a few guys know how to walk mow greens but most time we've been ride mowing yeah, so yeah. so we didn't have too many guys who can walk mow so <laughs> we put the ladies on that and then uh it helped us with the hand watering and then the, the biggest thing was uh uh changing cups yeah. we had uh four of them help change cups which uh they were amazing phenomenal with it and i bought brand new cup cutters and all this and then uh the heavy ones they had to hold one yeah yeah. the holding one so they're pretty expensive but they do a great job and pretty easy to work uh the hardest part is lugging them around (laughs) (laughs) but uh but uh after about 
six times use of it uh one lady said i think we need to sharpen them really <laughs> so, yeah well, here's great so they're pretty particular and there then, is attention to detail in that it, in that group it was amazing yeah. how much attention to detail all of the ladies have you know they're all yeah. professionals you know and they they, they worked the at their own golf courses or whatever and they did a phenomenal job we we had the pleasure of uh sitting down interviewing a bunch of them not all of them but yeah uh, i think we're inducted into the group now officially <laughs> yeah. so. and it worked out better because like you say i mean the challenges with labor right now i don't think some of the people out there realize how it impacts things like volunteering at these events all right you know right. every week there's a tour event going on and that crew behind the scenes needs 30 to 50 to 100 plus volunteers. I don't know how many Ralph's got this week at East Lake. 100 something more. They've been seeing a bunch on Twitter. Yeah. Put that yeah. way. Yeah. And so, I mean, if you don't have the local guys that can send their help over to have a group like that of 30, 35 that can come in from all over. Yeah, it was, it was great to have the women here. They were here all week too, which is a big help. And then uh, the local guys, you know, um, CCNC, Pinehurst, and, and uh, Forest Creek, they all sent some guys over and some other guys. So we had probably 20 to 30 of those guys every day yeah uh, and um the last first three tournaments i had i had mostly local i had a few outsiders come in people i know or whatever worked it but uh but it was kind of tough because uh every day you had different people <laughs> so yeah. it was yeah. like it's like a monday every day and <laughs> <laughs> trying you. to find a, a home for them get them on the on the mower or whatever um I remember one day, or one morning, I sent a, a local superintendent out and uh, to walk more, uh, walk more greens, and uh, comes back. I never walked more greens before. Man, <laughs> so, that's funny. He put a he put a mower into the collar. <laughs> so I, I won't say who it was, but that was kind of funny. Guarantee you that would have been me. Yeah. It, so was this last U.S. Open this year? Was your fourth? Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. So yeah. how? Obviously, you mentioned about the labor and and the rotating people you had previously. But what was anything different from this one from the past? Well, I said the biggest thing was the golfers. The ladies golfers were, you know, they're all athletes now. I mean, last time I had one was two thousand seven, and then uh, from seven to now, it's just amazing how much they can, how far they can hit the ball, and how how much they can hold a shot and stuff like that. I mean, they're 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 great players and. Uh, Again, they're athletes now. They train, you know, yeah. no seven. I don't think a handful of girls probably cha- you know, train <laughs> like they do now, you know. Annika probably did, but a few others. But now they all do, and they're all very athletic and very strong, and they can hit the ball a ton. I mean, the golf course was set up, I would say, just a little bit longer than what was no seven. But uh, take, for example, number two fairway. I mean, they were hitting – Oh, anywhere six, five irons into that green in 07. You know, it's hit from the same spot. And they're, now they're hitting, they were hitting over the hill, hitting it down, have a flip wedge into the green. So and that's one of our hardest holes because the, the green slopes from front to back. So they, so the ladies in 07, they, they never have a prayer to hold that green right. with a six or five iron. They would have to bump it on. So, you know, it's just stuff like that. I mean, yeah. It, yeah, we got room. They move it back, but uh, that, that was the biggest. The biggest thing was the golfers, uh, how good yeah. they are. It was odd being here and not have all the state troopers blocking your road down there at the circle <laughs> and all the, you know, just the. I like it was then. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I could drive right up in there with no, no wave, no sign, no pass, no. Yeah. 
real quick, funny story from that week when the USGA president, what I forget his name now, it's not Mike Davis anymore. Juan. Yes. Mike Juan. Came down to your shop to talk to all, everybody. Do you remember? That was Thursday morning, I believe. I believe it was Thursday morning. And Jordan Booth, you know, he invited us down there at, mm-hmm. it, well, let's say it was 10 o'clock. I think when he came down there and we were behind. So, and I was hoping Mike would be running late or Mr. Juan would be running late and, uh, or but he obviously got there on time and gave a quick speech. So he's getting escorted out the cart by Jordan Booth as myself, Chuck Conley, and my wife were walking up. Yeah. And Jordan goes, hey, Chuck, good morning, Chuck. And Chuck goes, hey, Jordan. And they drive off, and the president looks at Jordan and goes, who's Chuck? Do I need to know Chuck? You know, <laughs> thinking he was a mid-pines person. Yeah. Or a pine, and he yeah. goes, no, you can't worry about Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't worry about Chuck. Yeah. yeah, we had quite a few people come through the, the door that uh, that week. It was amazing. It was. It was. And I think, you know, a lot of it was driven by the women. Yeah. Being here, women and turf, and that, that draw a lot, of, a lot of people into it. There was an interview going on that morning with uh, Kira Dixon, mm-hmm. uh, she was there interviewing uh, Kimberly Guard, and yeah, yeah, there was a, it was a, it was a lot of media that week. It was a lot of media, that's for sure. Yeah. And so I, how do you know Kimberly? Uh, she called me that November. That's, that's when you that's first met. First met her. So yeah, and she's with Syngenta, right? She is with Syngenta. She's yeah. she's uh, does a lot of stuff out west. That's where she's uh, her territory is. So yeah. and they've done one of those at. Olympic, Olympics. Olympic Club. That's where the first one with Troy Flanagan. He called to and said, you know, but "That was the men's open, right?" No, that was the women's. Is that open. the women's as well? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, he was a he was the brainchild of the thing. He uh, he and Kimberly. Yeah. Uh, he told Kimberly, "You know, I'd like to see some women out here helping us." And, uh, and she she kind of coordinated all of that the first time. So now it's a. Uh, I know Bubba Wright um, is uh, at uh, Pebble Beaches going to host it next year he's going to have them have them too so yeah i'm sure that i think even the falling one they're going to have them so yeah they're going to automatically get invited to go out to pebble beach i next wish year? i wish what i wish i could there's no perks for this thing yeah, I know. like you host so many you I, get to go to this you get i did drive around the 17 mile there that was pretty cool it was late in the afternoon when i did it but uh haven't got a chance to play it yet do you still play a lot of golf no although this week i'm playing twice and i think uh <laughs> Last time I played twice in one week is probably 10 years ago or 20 years ago. The way you said it, uh, this week I'm playing twice. Yeah, yeah. You played We're Monday at, um, at the Wii One, right? Yeah, one, Monday at Wii One. I hack it around, and then uh, we're, uh, I got the gang, uh, all three crews. Uh, some of them are going to play Southern Pines tomorrow afternoon at 1 o'clock. So we'll have a little. Oh, good. Yeah, I'll have a little uh, lunch and then go play some golf. We'll hack it around. How many employees you got right now? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> it fluctuates so much. I would say, uh, give or take, 45, 50, wow. something like that. It's less than I would have figured for yeah, the three. Yeah, I'm in 2019 when we had a women's senior here uh, at Pine Needles, and uh, we had 50 on staff. Now it's a lot of uh, part-timers, a lot of retirees and stuff like that. But uh, are, are you bent grass at every golf course? Bermuda grass. Okay. We got Mini Verde at all three golf courses. We just changed uh, Southern Pines in uh, last year okay. from uh, bent grass to Bermuda grass. You so, like the Mini Verde? Yeah. Yeah. We we had a lot of success. We, we put that in here in 2013 and then uh, did Pine Needles in 2017 and then changed over to Southern Pines 
this last year. So hell, they're almost ten years old now, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. That's crazy. <laughs> it goes fast. It does. Yeah. It's speeding by. All right. So how are the girls doing? Your girls. My girls. Are we allowed to talk about them? Yeah. Aren't yeah. you a proud papa? I am a proud papa. Um, I got one uh, one girl, and one boy. Oh, I thought you had no are they twins. No, um, Jordan's my oldest. He's okay, my son. Um, he's uh, 33 now. He's he lives out in Salt Lake City. Okay, huh. he's uh, going there Monday. He's a he's a pilot for a, a company that uh, a kind of flight share company. So Neat. he flies. Yeah, he flies around uh, all all around the out west coast. Oh, I bet the client stories. California, he's got. yeah, California. Uh, goes up to Montana a lot and. Uh, taking families to their vacation homes and then picks them up and flies them back. So he's got a pretty rough job. Yeah. <laughs> Has he ever flown just a dog? Do you know, like a pet animal? I don't I've heard know. Of that. Okay, he might have. Same don't think, price as uh, human yeah, on the sea. I don't right. think so. Um, he used to fly for the pipelines and through okay. Utah, Colorado, and in Montana. He he enjoyed doing that, but uh, he, he's got a new job there. Uh, started last. Uh, earlier this spring that's cool and then my my daughter is in uh transition she's uh she was working at um in raleigh as a, a scientist and then she got married uh, last october nice. um congrats her, yeah her fiance is in the army he's a medical um pilot uh, flying helicopters and for the army and uh they're right now they're in uh Alabama, but they're they're heading to Alaska here in a couple of days. At Fort Rucker, yeah, they're at Fort Rucker in Alabama right now, and then they, then they That's head cool. up to Alaska, North Pole, Alaska. So. Did you live in Alaska? No, okay. no. But no. when we were in Alabama, we had some time down at Fort Rucker as well. So, so we yeah, they're uh, they're they'll they'll take the month of September to get up there. They're driving so. So you have to get your pilot's license now to hang out at family holidays? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking about doing it, but then uh, there's too much things to remember. I don't think I could handle that. <laughs> Man, I swear. I got one of those, like, you know, go take a two-hour flight lesson where you get to fly, you know, with yeah, a pilot for, yeah. like, however long. And I mean, it was cool. Yeah. That 45 minutes was a little nerve-wracking when you're up there and you're in control, but... I don't remember anything from that day. You know what I mean? Yeah, Just from going yeah. up once and back down. And there's like a million dials. And I'm like, dude, there's no way. Yeah, I know. I, I can't, I'm like, it's really not that bad once you get the hang of it. I'm like, yeah, no. Uh-uh. No. That's, uh, that's a little too many, too many knobs I can mess up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what would be a piece of advice you'd give somebody getting into the business? Uh, my piece of advice would be uh, you got to enjoy what you're, what you're doing. You know, don't get in the business because it, you know it's an outside job or whatever. You gotta really love what you're doing, um, and, uh, and have passion to to succeed. So, um, you know, you get a lot of guys come through, and you know they they enjoy working outside and all that. But uh, you know, and some of them make it, and some of them don't. But the ones that do make it seem to have the passion for it. So. There you go. That passion's got to make up for all those long days and it those does. hours. And yeah, it's the uh, lack of pay when you're on salary as an assistant. And yeah, there's uh, fortunately the pay's getting better now. So it is. Um, yeah, I mean uh, it's harder and harder to come by with assistants, and so it's. I think that's looking up. Uh, um, you know, when I came into the business, um, I was the very first assistant Larry Shore had at Farmington. He just had 
a foreman. Mm-hmm. So a couple guys that are decent on the crew, you know, um, maybe that's going to come back. You know, um, USJ is starting an apprentice program. Um, first first year being January here, here so. in town, right? Yeah, Correct. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. We're going to base out of here in town and using the the Sand Hills Community College for right. the for all the uh, education part of yeah. it. So uh, I'll have a few guys going through that. So hopefully, we'll get some more people involved and 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 bring them up, um, teach them how to you know spray greens water greens and stuff like that so uh, i might be our future assistants you know uh down the road oh yeah that's the game plan i think yeah so, <laughs> so how many more years you got here man you gonna make it to 40 <laughs> <laughs> that's eight years that's 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 gonna be kind of tough but uh, we'll you see you know if we'd have said we'll that in 13 you'd have said the same thing <laughs> yeah. you're putting those greens in <laughs> yeah. that's true that's true yeah <laughs> uh, things will co- hopefully quiet down a little bit um you know we did uh, three golf courses since uh, in ten years, and then uh, you know Pine Hills, Mid Pines, and Southern Pines. We did all three, and then uh, um, just put in a putting green. Just got that, uh, just sprigged that this uh, yesterday. So a big twenty five thousand foot putting Where's green that? at Southern Pines okay. out front of their club. So it's going to be a pretty unique uh, um, place to for people to hang out, and play. You know after the round or before the round do has, a little putting has it been given a name yet i don't think so we're uh, okay. i think there's a it's on uh, social media some to to, to help to name yeah. it land and, uh, <laughs> called a, called a brickyard i think there's a bunch of bricks underneath the whole damn thing <laughs> i'm all for that <laughs> all right go. so how much money has been lost on the putting green over here across the street in front of the lodge at night I don't know. <laughs> Take a wild guess. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. When's that? When did that green go in? Like, was it there that, when you that, got here? Oh yeah, that green has been here since I was here. So it's been over 30 years, and it's lighted up at night. So, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I know how much I've lost there in a couple <laughs> okay. nights. So that's where I'm just wondering. If you had to take a guess, <laughs> is it is it in the thousands, the tens of thousands, my, or the hundreds of thousands? I'm, I'm sure it's pretty, pretty high up there. <laughs> by the time they uh, get to it, they're probably in pretty good shape as far as uh, not thinking straight. So correct, <laughs> correct. And we noticed some of the flooring in here too will keep you straight at night if you're not careful yeah there's some some humps and bumps there here. was a hump that i said that one would get me now how old is this building well it's ever since uh, 21 so it's over 100 years old so we're sitting in a 101 year old building yep. yes yes wow yeah. on sand yeah <laughs> look, yeah look at these ceilings they don't make them like that anymore <laughs> no you know? this 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 room was done uh in 95 i think oh, it was well. yeah so and we add on to the pro shop here and and expand the you know the pro shop is uh now the was the bar well the bar now um was the pro shop back then so we ex- expanded the pro shop out and turned the uh, old pro shop into a bar do you have a favorite local watering hole here no i don't i'm uh i'm a non-drinker so i don't uh gotcha. take too much in yep. the, the alcohol stuff i had my share earlier in my life right right i didn't know i know ron our boy ron kelly loves maxis but <laughs> you know and i'm a, i'm favorite i like the pine crest in but it's just too busy yeah how, how do you refer to ron as ron or outlaw uh, i i just call him ron yeah yeah <laughs> me too just depends on what time of day <laughs> yeah he's doing yeah he's a good he's a character that's for sure 
That's great. You got a great group of guys right around here. I mean, with him and David Lee, you know, and some others. Oh, yeah. yeah. You've probably got history with working with some of these guys around here, too, I would guess. Um, yeah, I don't think anybody Nobody's that's moved on from here into one of the courses that's crazy. locally. That's crazy. And, you know, most of them went to a different, um, different town or whatever. I mean, there's so much golf right here because yeah, you've got three courses now. Forest right. Creek's got two. CCNC's got two. The resort's got nine. Yeah. Talamore, Knollwood. Right. What else am I missing just right Mid-South. Mid- Mid- South. Mid- yeah, South. West Spring Pines, Fox Fire, Beacon Ridge, Seven Lakes out there, Highland. Where's Pine Wild? Are we near that? Pine Wild is just on the other side of Pinehurst. Is that okay. not a club? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Too, that's, yeah that's, a, that's a Pine Wild. I keep forgetting that about that one. That so there's, be. there's a lot, and a lot of the uh, a lot of the, the the guys that uh, work on the golf courses they'll they'll move around a little bit. Now, how many of those bone-in ribeyes have you eaten? <laughs> not not enough. What about uh, these bone-in ribeyes? What are you talking about? That's over at uh, what's it, what, what am I thinking of? Pinecrest Inn, right? There you go. Oh, okay, tell us the pork chop. Are you that, or is that uh, over at? Uh, what's no, that place? would have been it because you can Pine chip in there and you always yeah. got to have your jacket yeah. on. Yeah. That was it, the Pinecrest. Yeah, Pinecrest Inn. Yeah, you That's need to have more events over there, so you have to go stay the <laughs> yeah. night, right? Even though it's what five miles from right. the house. Do you live in Pinehurst, Southern Pines? No, I, I live right here in Southern Pines. Uh, I live just off the golf course, so so you can't get away. That's about nah. the same thing. I've had three houses, and they're all within about a uh, mile of each other where the crow flies. That's so, great. Yeah. I built a house right behind the maintenance shop at uh, Pine Needles. And it's about uh, four or five houses down. But uh, at the time, it was uh, nothing but a woods. I ended up building, yeah. my, I up building my house backwards. <laughs> come off the road. Come that, off the <laughs> Highway 22, and then my front of my house was my back doors. And uh and then about five or six later, years later, ah, we were there for about four years, and then they finally built a road in front of my house. And as soon as they built the road, I, I moved to a, another location just outside, just past the uh, our property. We own, well, I don't own, but Pineal's own 500 acres off of the, adjacent to the to the club, and there was a housing addition just past that. And I built a nice house out there, and then and then uh, moved back to uh, a little closer to uh, to the golf course here. So. When it comes time to hang up and you're going to retire, do you think you'll stay in this area? That's a good question. Um, my wife and I have been been uh, thinking thinking what we're going to do. And, um, you know, grandkids could yeah, dictate. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to Alaska. I'm not going to move there. <laughs> Salt Lake City doesn't sound bad, though. No, Utah not sound bad. Yeah, we, we love visiting Utah, and, and um, Arizona might not be too bad. I don't know about the not, – not looking at – out the door and seeing grass that might be kind of hard but uh Seems right. like with the friends and family program on your son's new gig though you could live anywhere <laughs> and true he well, just gonna pick you up yeah <laughs> yeah then, uh, he was uh he was trying to become a commercial pilot but uh when he first started and yeah, i was that just didn't work out he, he lived in la he had a commute to san francisco to oh. to get to get on a to to get a flight to to fly it and then by the time got back home he said i made about a dollar right <laughs> right he couldn't live on it so nah. he got out of that so any big plans as far as the clubs or any of the clubs are concerned going forward i mean are you are you done the projects and they're kind of they are what they are um no we got you know we're we're, we're keep on adding you know keep on 
uh, getting better. Um, Southern Pine is still not done. Um, we're in the process of uh, doing a car pass over there. They're in pretty rough shape, and we've had uh, we tried a couple things, and uh, we're, we're trying to figure that out. And then uh, and there's a couple of irrigation systems I still like to put in over here at Pine Hills and then Mid Pines, especially Mid Pines. We still have the old uh, asbestos pipe in the middle of the fairways. So. You're working off the irrigation system that was there before you got here. Oh yeah, yeah. I've been, I, I'm a terrible salesperson, evidently, because I can't, <laughs> I can't get them to quit in. fixing it so good. Yeah, I guess. But Asbestos I on, exposure lawsuit. Yeah, I'll I've, Joe Rice for him. <laughs> I've added on to it so many times too. So and uh, it's a pretty good system, um, other than the asbestos um, main lines. Uh, you know, come through a drought and you, you kind of look at it and. It's uh, not too bad. I got a few dry areas, a few wet areas, because uh, there's a lot of heads tied together. But uh, um, the only the biggest thing is we have a lot of sandscapes, and uh, and our heads are hitting the sandscapes, and and, and it's just creating a, a weedy mess. You know, it just I don't think we ever get away with it because there was so much rainfall in the area. But uh, it it definitely would help not watering it every other day. <laughs> sure. So when we were here for the open and the and the women and turf team were staying in your the holly the the cabins here on number 10 maybe yeah yep and so hunt jim huntoon and myself were walking just hadn't been to mid pines in probably 15 20 years and we were walking on 10 fairway just looking beautiful day 5 p.m 5 30 p.m all of a sudden this huge branch falls off a tree you know <laughs> and it's out of nowhere nothing yeah. caused it and then jim looked at me because that's what they call the winter makers yeah now. And so, fast forward a week ago or two weeks ago, I'm playing golf at Columbia Country Club, and it and the wind comes up, and one of my playing partners hits the ball in the rough tree line. I said, "Watch out for branches, because yeah. the way this wind's blowing, I don't trust the trees." He hit a shot, and we're standing on 15 green. All of a sudden, the same a huge branch just falls. I don't know where I'm on the cart path on 16 T. Yeah. And he looked at me, and I was like, "I'm telling you, man, you got to be careful. You never know." Yeah, you know? it's it's a really dangerous out here in the wind, and. Uh, before the tournament i had a company a couple companies come in and try to get those widow makers and stuff like that but uh just the other day you know driving through and we had a violent storm sunday and then uh come in and be live branches right you know that were perfectly healthy yeah they just fall yeah you know it's just out of nowhere they just fall so yeah it can happen it don't have to be a dead branch it can be a live branch and just give out even trees right all over i mean it was healthy as i get out but sure <laughs> anyway that was a memory that stuck with me here so all right so what was the first car you ever drove uh well my first car was uh, my friend's mom's car <laughs> i had to buy my own car back then 66 catalina catalina yeah it's maroon color who made inside. that inside pontiac catalina. pontiac so i ended up painting it black and had put some cheap black interior into it and called the batmobile the batmobile drove the uh it's a good looking car yeah it's a huge it was a boat that's 
tell you, we could. Dude, that's a four body trunk in there. You know, <laughs> in yeah. Terms, I mean, that's well, a big I, one. I, I was the I was the designated driver for our golf team, so I was uh, able to get the golf team in that. All five sets of clubs, all five sets of clubs, all five people, and then uh, we met our coach up there and where we had to go. So. Is that is that what they made the original Batmobile out of? I don't think so. Okay. It has some similarities. <laughs> I can see when you call it that, it was like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Did you do a little Bondo fin off the back? <laughs> no, we, I could I could have. Bondo. My first experience with Bondo was high school as well. I should let my son should introduce him to that for the side for the side <laughs> of the vehicle uh, at this point. I had a I have a funny story. I was at Chattanooga and uh we lived in an apartment in a, in a honestly a pretty hilly site and uh, i had a car parked out in the parking lot my wife and i went to uh went went somewhere and came back and we noticed the car moved a little bit so what the heck's going on there and the next thing i know went around the side and whole back whole left side behind the driver's doors caved in <laughs> car boat rolled down and hit it really <laughs> so i must put about eight gallons of bondo on it and fixed it up <laughs> that's great that's <laughs> we call that the bondo fill because it's a bomb it's a pontiac bondoville <laughs> <laughs> the pontiac bondoville that uh, might be one of my favorite lines ever yeah. i'm pulling weeds that right is great there from david fricky the yeah. pontiac bondoville <laughs> <laughs> well anything we left out you'd like to say that we didn't address uh i just thank my wife staying with me for 30 what's her name two years and and thank you while i work on this we're been married for 36 or so so wow it's been been great so it's just uh did you meet her in memphis you know what i met her at the golf course at decatur indiana how so, cool is that yeah that's uh her family uh her uh, uncle ran it and uh somewhat owned it and uh, she worked in a pro shop and uh we became friends, and then when, and one thing led to another, and we got married. That's she, awesome. Here she is today in beautiful Southern Pines. Southern Pines, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like she might get to have some say in where we end up. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? It's like, Dave, you picked the last 32 years. <laughs> yep. Um, That's true. <laughs> she she reminds me that. When we first got here, there was no mall, no nothing. You know? oh, there was nothing. <laughs> nothing. I mean, Oh, there my was, God. Was, it was, it was busy coming in through Aberdeen on the yeah, way here. Man. It's it's amazing yeah. how much has grown over the years. Yeah. And, uh, we still do some shopping. We'll t- we'll go up to Raleigh and it's only an hour and 15 minutes away so it's not too bad. You got I remember everything. coming over here in the late 90s when I was over in Fayetteville and this was I mean Pinehurst was nothing like yeah. it is now. Yeah. I came over for that first open in 98 or 7 or something like that yeah. and it was nothing. No, it's amazing how many hotels are here now and all that. When I first got here, to three or four hotels, and that was it. And, right. Yeah. And Pinehurst, and then these two places so. still had metal spikes when you got here. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Has there ever been a day where you worked, where work kept you here, and you're grinding? I don't know. You might live close enough where you said, "Just give me room in the end," because I know I got to be back here in about four hours, <laughs> five hours. No, I always live close enough where yeah. I can get home every day. Okay. So I'm good there. Yeah, you. I mean, as close as he said, within a mile, man. Right. Yeah. I'd on home for that for sure. Versus going up into a hotel, I'd take my golf cart home every once in a while and park it, park it there. <laughs> do because, you really? And I haven't lately, but yeah. I, I do. Since I got three golf courses, I kind of tend to stay in my truck. I can get around a little faster. See, if Tim had three golf courses, you'd never find them. He'd say, "I'm at Mid Pines." Mid Pines <laughs> would be looking for him. He'd, you know, he'd be playing the shell game about where he is. Well, that's what we do with equipment right now. It's a shell game, and. I and bet. Uh, uh, and you know 
for the term STI and Toro did a great job helping us support us and all the you know the other thing I haven't mentioned was the sponsors yeah had a lot of great sponsors to help us you know uh, Syngenta was a big big one but Rainbird you know they flew everybody in yeah. and took care of them and then uh Oh, there, there's so many. There's about 30 sponsorships. Yeah. You guys, CGA, you know, our um, Carolinas Golf Course Superintendent, appreciate that and helping us out. And uh, so it was, it was a big help. Hank Kerfoot cooking food all week. Hank, Hank did an awesome job. Yeah, he cooked all week. He cooked all week. Wow. Yeah, they rent a house here and cooked all week. Him and his wife, Mary, and yeah, that's too cool. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he's a good egg. I yeah. guess with all that miniverty though, he needs to be around. Yeah, I got three. <laughs> I just I just spent quite a bit of money yeah, on I that. Said it, Hank. Twenty-five thousand square foot putting green. We double sprigged it. So, all right, wow. Hank. Sounds like we need to get you on so you can defend yourself after you hear this. <laughs> double sprig, huh? Well, we would double the rate. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, I mean, we're so late. I mean, we're hoping to get get put in by July first or fifteenth, but uh, it took a little longer though. You had good weather for that grow in? You know, well, we just put it in yesterday, so oh. hopefully uh, it doesn't rain for next. <laughs> hope, Look outside, Al. How's yeah, it going? Hopefully it doesn't rain next five days or six days until it roots down somewhat. But, I mean, if it's anything like it's been the last two years with this heat and these lingering warm yeah, falls, well, I think you should be fine. Should be should be fine. And, uh, hopefully by October 1st so it will be they're puttable. I don't know if we'll put people on them but uh, we still have our own you know the original putting green sure out there and uh, we still got some work to do there too we're going to c- combine the two did you say 2500 or 1000 25000 that's like over a half acre oh yeah yeah it's it's huge that's has it got all the undulations and all that fun stuff too yeah kind of like a putting um, course type deal i think the big the biggest thing was uh we took out a conference center it was a three-story <laughs> building conference center we had a full basement so it was uh so you weren't kidding about the brickyard no uh -uh. like we needed the sides to fill in the basement (laughs) exactly and there was a you know i think there was a it was on top of an old hotel i think at one time i guarantee you the tunnels for what's you call it for uh roosevelt get back over to the (laughs) crest as well somewhere (laughs) down there i don't want david to answer because i know he knows this answer what racetrack is referred to as the brickyard bristol no, no, Indianapolis. Oh, Indianapolis. oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I, I knew that. Yeah. I, no, I didn't. But I, it, it rang out. <laughs> I hear you. Well, so, is Rockingham still in existence, or is it coming down? It still has. Uh, I think they don't do much down there, but there's still a racetrack down there. Still got some stands still up. That's what I thought. Yeah, okay. yeah. They have lower class series, but they need make major improvements to have the NASCAR back, as yeah. far as safety walls and infrastructure and stuff like that i went gotcha. to a few down there when they first started yeah it's kind of fun yep um no i wish they would bring it back in a heartbeat yeah i really do the, the rock that'd yeah. be close for you huh yeah about an hour and a half from the house yeah. ain't bad well david i want to thank you right. for putting up with us during the women's <laughs> open no problem uh, like i said i did try and stay out of your hair and not bother you but uh thank you for having us here today and sitting down with us yeah thanks for coming thank you david Thank you for listening to Pullin' Weeds, brought to you by Simplot. Please follow us on Twitter at Pullin' underscore Weeds Podcast. Keep up with all your association news and events at carolinasgcsa.org.